What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. Today's podcast is going to be another Q&A, but we're going to answer strictly nutrition questions. So nothing on training, nothing on mindset, anything like that. I'm going to give you tangible actions to take inside of your nutrition. I've picked three questions that should be very relative to a lot of you who listen to this, so hopefully it's going to be helpful. But before we dive into that, I've got just a couple things for you guys. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been going down below and leaving written reviews, leaving star rating reviews. I really do appreciate that, and I know I harp on that a lot in these episodes just because, like I've mentioned, that's the only way to be able to grow inside of Apple and iTunes is to get more reviews. So for those of you that have been doing that, I really, really do appreciate you. If you haven't done that yet and you are finding value here, I would really appreciate it if you go down below, leave the podcast a star rating as well as a written review if you have a little bit of extra time. Again, it just helps the podcast be able to grow inside of the ranks in Apple and iTunes. Other than that, I'd also really appreciate it. This is my one final ask. If you could take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your IG story and tag me in it. That way I can repost it on mine to show others that you're finding value here as well to get more people listening and taking away this valuable information to help them inside of their own nutrition and training as well. And again, all of you that are doing that, I really do appreciate that as well. I see every single week people tagging me in their posts, on their stories, listening to the podcast. So I really do appreciate that. And I make sure to always send a personal thank you note back to you via DM as well as repost it online just to show everybody that you are getting that value here. So I'm super excited to hop in today's episode. Let's get started with question number one. Can you eat whatever you want as long as you are in a calorie deficit? That's a very good question. If the goal is weight loss, the plain answer to this and the simple answer to this question is yes. You could eat absolutely anything that you wanted to and as long as you are eating less calories than your body is burning each day, you are going to lose weight over time. And for a lot of people, just doing that in itself is going to make you a healthier individual. It's going to improve your blood markers. It's probably going to help improve your hormones, especially if you're an overweight person. But if we're trying to optimize health to its entirety and we're trying to create a certain type of body composition, maybe we're trying to build some lean tissue, we're just trying to drop body fat off of our bodies, there's a few things that need to be taken into consideration here that go deeper than just a calorie deficit. At the forefront, a calorie deficit always leads the way, and that's the first thing that will always matter the most. But if we have body composition goals and you're strength training, you're trying to put on some lean tissue to create more definition on your frame, you're going to want to make sure that you're eating enough protein. A good rule of thumb is around one gram of protein per pound of lean body weight. So if you're already a pretty lean individual, somewhere around one gram of protein per pound of body weight is a good place to start. 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of total body weight and then a four overweight individuals with a lot of fat to lose aiming for somewhere around 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of lean body weight which is usually probably going to be whatever that goal body weight is that you have for yourself so like I know people that have gone to supplement shops that come into my gym and talk to me that weigh 280 to 300 pounds and the people in the supplement shop will tell them that they need one gram of protein per pound of body weight 
Now, obviously, that's going to help those people sell more protein and keep that person coming back when in reality, they have a lot of weight to lose. They're going to be just fine eating around one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass, which is probably closer to that 180 to 200 gram or pound marker. That's going to be 180 to 200 grams of protein. So just understand that it's not always one gram per pound of body weight, but Protein plays a big role. It's going to help you recover from your training. It's going to help you retain lean muscle tissue. It's going to help you build lean muscle tissue. It's going to help you stay fuller throughout the caloric deficit just because it's more satiating because it takes longer to digest. So that's something that you want to keep in mind as well. And then from there, it doesn't mean that you're just going to want to eat a bunch of sugar, a bunch of junk, a bunch of processed foods. Can you eat that stuff and still reach your goals? 100%. It's all about balance, right? You don't have to just completely eat clean. But at the same time, you do want to make sure you're getting in good whole foods each day. You're getting in some fruits. You're getting in some veggies. You're getting in some fibrous sources. And then from there, once you're ticking those boxes as well, two to three servings of fruits, two to three servings of veggies, getting in your fiber, then from there, we can get a little bit more flexible with the foods that we're eating as long as we're staying in that caloric deficit and maybe adding in some processed foods, adding in some sugary foods, adding in foods that aren't deemed as healthy. But again, as long as we're sticking to that deficit over time, you're going to be fine. But if you just try to hit your protein goal and then just eat a bunch of processed food in the meantime and stay in the deficit, chances are processed foods and things like that that taste really, really good, you're going to be much more inclined to overeat on them. So it's going to be harder mentally to stay in the deficit as well as they're just not going to keep you as full. Whole foods like sweet potatoes, even white potatoes, um, wheat breads, whole grains, oatmeal, those are the types of foods that are going to keep you fuller for a longer period of time over things like ice cream, candy bars, Um, things like that that just aren't as satisfying. So again, the biggest thing when in a deficit is making sure that you are staying satisfied by eating whole foods, filling foods. You are getting enough protein each day. You are getting in some fruits and veggies. And then from there, adding in some foods that you like, aka whatever you want, you're going to lose weight over time. So could you just technically eat whatever you wanted inside of a caloric deficit and lose weight? 100%. But for sustainability reasons, and overall health purposes, you want to make sure that you're taking things a little bit deeper. You're paying attention to your protein intake. You're getting in whole food sources. You're getting in fruits and veggies. You're getting in your fibers. And then from there, once you check those boxes, now we start playing around. We can add in some more fun foods. What I like to do with my clients is make sure they check those boxes off first throughout the day. And then usually that last meal at night before bed is something that can be a little bit more fun or processed or whatever you want for that treat, as long as it fits into your calories. But throughout the day, we're getting whole protein sources in lean protein sources in we're getting whole foods in fruits, veggies, fibers. And um, once you have that taken care of for the day, now we can look at being a little bit more flexible and adding in more fun foods. This is more of a flexible dieting approach rather than an approach like an IIFYM, if it fits your macros, where you literally eat anything that you want to, as long as it fits within your macros. That's where I started in the industry, and that's where I preach for a long time, but the more people that I work with, the more that I realize IIFYM is hard to stick to if you're trying to fit in cheeseburgers, fast food, processed foods that aren't as filling every single day. It's going to be a lot harder to stay consistent just from a, a satiety standpoint as well as those foods are just super easy to overeat on because they taste so good. It's going to be a lot easier for you to stick within your numbers if you're eating a little bit more bland foods more often like potatoes, like 
um, ground beef, chicken, things like that are just more saturating. It's harder to sit there and overeat on chicken or ground beef or potatoes for too long before you're too full to be able to continue eating those things. So hopefully that answers your question. Question number two. I've been in a deficit for six months, but still have more to lose. Is it okay to keep going in the deficit? I know you talk about keeping deficits to around 12 to 24 weeks, so just wanted your opinion. This is a really good question too, and I run into this with clients sometimes too, right? I, I do talk about trying to keep your deficit within a time frame because if you let it go for too long, chances are hunger levels are going to keep skyrocketing, stress is going to get worse energy levels are going to get worse and it's just going to be overall harder to stick to the plan of not just saying screw this and going back to maybe old habits and saying forget tracking altogether because it's too hard because the reality of the situation is when you put yourself into a deficit, it is a stress on your body. Over time, you are going to get hungrier. Over time, you may get a little bit more irritable. Your energy levels are going to decrease. All of these things are things that we can't get around in a deficit. So, With you asking that question, I would want to dig a little bit deeper into your situation. If your biofeedback markers are all still really strong, you're not that hungry, your energy is well, your life isn't in very stressful of a state, um, everything's feeling good, your training's still going good, then I'd argue you could keep going, but I'd also argue that that first six months of the diet, maybe you weren't as consistent with staying in a deficit because the reality is the more consistent you stay in a deficit and if you're in one for a six-month period, you're going to feel a little bit run down at that point just because of the biofeedback markers coming back hungrier, your hormones are going to be slowed down a little bit, your metabolism is going to be slowed down a little bit. So those are things just to take into consideration. When I'm working with a client, generally if I have somebody that has a good amount of weight to lose, let's say somewhere between 50 to 100 pounds, those deficit phases can go over 24 weeks and that tends to happen a lot. But make sure inside of those deficit phases, you're still giving yourself refeeds and diet breaks where you're taking breaks to add more food in for even just one day up to almost seven days in some cases, depending how spread out those refeeds and diet breaks are, just to make sure that you're giving your mind the breaks that it's going to need throughout the process. But if all your biofeedback is still coming back really strong and maybe you had a decent amount of weight to lose, let's say 40 to 50 up to 100 pounds and you're not there yet and you're still feeling okay, then absolutely keep going. But if you're overly hungry, if you're having a hard time staying consistent, if your training's not going very well, if you're getting stressed and you're pretty food focused, I would advise you to take a break for at least a couple months, reverse back up to a maintenance level of calories, and just sit there for a while to allow your motivation to rebuild, to allow your perspective to shift a little bit. You can maybe realize, okay, maybe I wasn't being as consistent in that diet as I could have been if I'm not to where I want to be yet. It's just going to help you build out your mindset and be able to see things from a bird's eye point of view to understand where you could clean things up a little bit, as well as letting those hunger levels come back down, sitting up at that maintenance level, letting your stress get a little bit lower, let your training get a little bit better so that you can come back into that diet and hit it full bore and not be running yourself further into the ground, which can eventually lead to some sort of a yo-yo in the long term. So it's very important to first make sure you're taking care of yourself mentally and then all of your biofeedback markers are coming back strong. If they still are coming back strong and you're already six months in, you could keep going. If they're coming back negative and you're not being consistent, you're hungry, all those types of things, I would advise coming back up, sitting around a maintenance level for at least a couple months three months, four months even, just to let all of that rebuild and then somewhere closer to the first of the year, you could start back into another deficit phase to drop any more fat that you have. But again, it's very independent to your individual situation. Everybody's going to have 
different biofeedback markers. Everybody's going to have different consistency levels that they've had inside of that diet. So I'd want to know a little bit more about your situation just to give you a blunt answer. But those are the two different things I would look at. Take a look at your biofeedback. If it's still positive, you can keep going. If it's negative, I'd advise coming back up to a maintenance for a little while. All right. And question number three, this is going to be the last one that we're going to hop into today. I lost the, I lost 110 pounds. How do I slowly add calories from 1300 calories a day? I'm very active as well. So first off, congratulations. Losing 110 pounds is absolutely incredible. It takes a ton of consistency, a ton of hard work, and a ton of grit, honestly. Losing that much weight takes a long time, and I commend you for that. That is not something that should be taken lightly because it comes with the whole mental transformation as well. And I love the fact that you are where you are and you're asking this question about how should you be adding calories back because at 1,300 calories per day, that's not sustainable for you in the long run, right? That should be the very bottom that you ever end up. And so for you to hold on to that 110 pounds that you've lost, it's important to start increasing calories. And this is somewhere where I got scared when I first got lean and didn't understand how to get back up to a maintenance level. I actually made an Instagram post on a similar situation today. But it can be very scary to start adding calories back when you've thought about keeping calories low for so long because you start to equate adding food means that you're going to gain weight and gain fat when in reality that's not the case at all what would end up what's going to end up happen, happening if you don't do that is you're going to end up so hungry so miserable so stressed out and restricted that that's what's going to end up leading to the yo-yo effect where you end up saying, screw this, it's not worth it, and potentially going back to old habits. So I love the proactive approach that you're taking here and understanding that you need to start adding food back in. So some of this is going to depend on your mindset, and again, it's going to depend on your biofeedback markers that are coming back as well. If your mind is in a place to where you're ready to eat more food, you're hungry, you know that this is the process that you need to take, you're ready to jump in and you're ready to go all in, I would advise taking a little bit more of an aggressive approach right up front because chances are if you lost 110 pounds at this point, you're probably done dieting. You want to start feeling better, bringing back your hunger levels, and I'm sure you're feeling great after losing 110 pounds, right? But you want to satisfy those hunger levels that you have. You want to start eating more food, be able to get a little bit more flexible while, of course, sustaining the level of fat that you have lost, but just get a little bit more flexible with your lifestyle. And if you're in a place to where you're ready for that and you know this is the process that you need to take, again, I'd go a little bit more aggressive up front. And I would probably add in in the first week around 300 to even 400 calories. So it puts you up to about 1600, even 1700 calories per day. And I would sit there for a couple weeks. And what you have to understand when you do this is that you are going to gain a little bit of initial weight right up front. Just simply because you're eating more food, your body's going to hold on to more water due to higher sodium intakes. You're going to have more food in your system, which is just going to have you digesting more, which is going to weigh you down a little bit. Understanding that you're going to weigh a little bit more, it's not necessarily fat gain. It's just a couple pounds of added volume to your system. And then from there, you should stabilize. You shouldn't continually keep adding weight. If for some reason you do keep adding weight, gaining weight more than two, maybe three pounds over a few week period, that means that calories might have been bumped a little too high and you should probably drop calories just a little bit, maybe by 100 to 150 calories or so. But my guess would be you'll take that bump, that first initial bump, 300 to 400 calories, and then from there you are going to 
start to maintain after you have that a little bit of initial bump of weight. You're, you'll start to just maintain your weight over time. What happens from there is you probably haven't hit the top end of your maintenance yet. We're reversing at this point. So now each week, I'd like to see you add an extra 50 to 100 calories every single week. And as long as you can keep doing that and your weight keeps maintaining, you're still in your maintenance. And the cool thing about this is we want to push you all the way to the top end of your maintenance. Your maintenance is a range. It's not just a select number. You'll maintain your weight throughout different ranges in calories. So we would keep adding a little bit of calories each and every week until you notice your weight started to trend up after a, a two week period or so. And then if you notice you start your weight starts to trend up just a little bit, at that point you would pull calories back to the highest that they were before you were gaining weight and your weight was training up once again. And that's the top end of your maintenance. And that's where I would sit. But so that's that process. One initial bump, expect some weight gain. And then every single week, add 50 to 100 calories until you get to a point to where you see your weight going up a little bit. And then from there, come back to where you were at before your weight started going up a little bit. That's the top end of your maintenance. You can sit there, learn to maintain all your biofeedback markers should coming start coming back better. Your hunger level should come down. Your energy level should come up and you should just start to feel a whole lot better. And you'll be able to start maintaining that level of weight that you've lost because you're still sitting in your maintenance. If that's you, that's what I would do. That would be my suggestion of the options to take. The second option would be if you're scared to add calories back in, if it's messing with you mentally a whole lot, what I would advise first and foremost is just maybe adding in a hundred calories to begin and adding a hundred calories every single week until through that same process. So the first process is faster is to get you out of that deficit quicker to help you start recovering at a faster rate. The second one is playing off of your mental state a little bit and meeting you where you're at to where you're just slowly adding calories back every week. We're not doing one initial big bump up first up front to get things going at a more rapid rate. We're just going to take it nice and slow to let you mentally slowly adapt to this new phase that you're going into to where you're adding around 100 calories every single week. I'd go 100 calories for three or four weeks, and then start looking at it, maybe going 100 to even 50 calories per week and following that same process. Again, at some point, you're going to gain a little bit of weight just because as your calories get higher, your sodium intake increases a little bit, your food volume increases, your digestion increases, all which are going to have you weighing maybe around one to three pounds heavier than you are when you're eating that 1,300 calories per day. But at that point, it's the same process. You keep adding calories back in, Expect that little bit of an initial weight gain at some point, and then as that stabilizes, keep adding calories. Once you see your weight start to trend up at all after that point, that's when you pull calories back to where they were at before you started gaining weight, and that's the top end of your maintenance, and you can hang out there and learn how to maintain and sustain that 110 pounds that you've lost. So those are the couple different options that I would take. Hopefully that helps. And those are the only three questions that we're going to go over today. Again, they are only nutrition questions. Next week, we're going to go over only training questions. So if you have questions for me, feel free to shoot me an email with those, shoot me a DM with those. And if they're helpful questions that I think others will be able to benefit from as well, I'll make sure to bring those questions on the podcast. So I really do appreciate you guys. Hopefully you have an amazing day and I'll talk with you soon.